Okay, so this is the bonus section about Mother! Mother! In which we will, there will be spoilers. There will. And it's important. Mother is an important film if you are going to watch it. Um, not to not to hear spoilers. So just turn off and listen when you've watched oh, it. Oh yes, that is true. I think uh, there have been obviously we've talked about a lot of films on this podcast. Some of them can be enjoyed knowing something about them. Mother, I think, is one of those things where going in with the least amount of information is important. Yeah, so the only thing I went in with was someone told me it was something like it was very strong or something. Yeah. Like, which which I don't think gave me a correct impression of... Just how strong it was, was going to be. I was expecting it to be very different. It was... Um, I didn't think it was... I, th- I was expecting it to be, like, really gory or something. And it is in places. I guess. I guess yeah. some bits are pretty shocking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so there are going to be spoilers... But I think there's a significant portion of our listenership who are never going to watch it because it's, um, if you don't like sort of horrible things, then you, you, you shouldn't watch it. There's, so yeah, there's a we, lot of it in this film. So let you can let us spoil it for you. Intensity is something that springs to mind. So I, I thought it was really interesting because it was shot like a horror film. Yeah. Uh, and then there isn't any horror for loads of it quite a long time then, but there is there is an impending finally then it pays off there is an impending sense of dread though isn't there absolutely that something isn't right I mean, fright from the first moment you're absolutely it's made absolutely clear that things are horrifically wrong yeah but the only evidence for it is like the camera angle yes also uh, nothing happens in that house unless the character of mother sees it mother Sees yeah, it it's very much so. In she, her head. So she's in. She's on camera all the time, and the camera is right in her face. Yeah, and and we when we see her look somewhere, the camera follows her line of sight to what she's looking mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. and then she says, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then the camera follows her to try and find out what somebody's doing. Yeah, and it never That's leaves yeah. the character, um, the character of mother played by Jennifer Lawrence. It is oppressive. Yeah, it really is. And it, it's interesting because I, I have some thoughts about um, where it sits in the, the ongoing conversation we're having about feminism. Okay. But um, there's no doubt that this is a film completely from the perspective of the main character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, completely trapped in her head. Mm. Yeah, sur- and, and, so, and surrounded by... Uh, so the character she's surrounded by, she's got a... A, a man who may or may not be her husband, <clears throat> who's played by Javier Bardem, who is a sort of free-spirited artist. He's a poet, isn't he? Who's, yeah. who's blocked. He hasn't written anything for a long time. Um, he's kind of insufferable in a sort of passive-aggressive kind of way. <laughs> um, so there's him. Then there's Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> who kind of invite themselves round and bring chaos. Oh, it's so awkward. Unpleasantness. Are you still there? You've disappeared. I know you've gone. And we're back. And we're not back. Oh, you're back. And we're back. And we're back. Um, so they. So I was saying, yeah, it's so awkward. It, that- uh, Michelle Pfeiffer does it so. I mean, I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Isn't in everything she so she's great in this, though? 
But in this, she's, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. So we're not doing... Right, we're not going to do a normal podcast, right? We're not going to go through the plot. No, 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 no. We're just going to give her... So a, a few little moments. Like, so there's a moment when... Um, uh, there's a moment when she says... Michelle Pfeiffer says something about they've got two sons. And Javier Bardem's character says, Oh, I've always wanted children. Hmm. And then there's a, there's a moment later on when Michelle Pfeiffer says to mother, mother. Um, who's the main character? By the yeah. Way. It turns out, although that in itself is a massive spoiler. She says to her in a really manipulative way, because that, that seems to be her thing in this film. Um, you didn't know you wanted children, did you? And then her eyes narrow and she says, Oh, but you do, don't you? And this really manipulative, threatening way <laughs> that only Michelle it's Pfeiffer so... could deliver a line like that in a really threatening, it's... unpleasant way. It's like the horror is is like a home invasion horror. Yes. Yeah. Except the invasion is just these, like the fact that it then becomes genuine horror and all kinds of stuff, yeah. like in the climax, yeah. is really just a, an expression of the horror that's already happened, which is this horrible way these people have invaded this home yeah. and the horror and that was already in the utterly home. Utterly disrespected it. Yeah. So there's. And you never know whether any of this. It really happened at all. No. The whole thing is completely in the head of the main character. No. And as as the film goes on, it comes to a crescendo. It starts off being this horrific social situation, and it it escalates through more and more ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it is absurd. Invasion it is absurd, isn't it? The whole setup is just mad. And, and it's impossible to describe. So I'm trying to spoil it, and I can't even really. Because if you just say in words the, the things that happen, it ends up in a, a war zone, like a prisoner of war. Yeah, camp. basically, yeah. executed. Yeah, and uh, you know the, the kind of tour de force of um, the technical aspect of the of the camera work and the filmmaking, the sound design. Oh, that's incredible to begin with, and then in the last twenty minutes, it's just off the scale how incredibly yeah, so every- orchestrated it all is. Yeah, I mean, special effects are amazing. Like it's just it's got you into a place where it's saying, right, we're going to be an oppressive, horrible film that has shades of kind of um, Rosemary's Baby or something yep. like that. Yeah, like it horrible. does have shades of that. Yeah. So there's a bit of horror, but there's, it's mostly about this social horror. Yeah. And then once it's got you used to that idea, it then goes, oh, and also by the way, we're going to have all these special <laughs> effects and people getting shot and exploded, mutilated, and, and and then and then the, the the real crescendo of the film is is sort of so. Every, I must say, about every two minutes, I thought, oh, it's gone further than I expected yeah. it to. Yeah, it just keeps going. And then, and then two minutes later, it did it again. And then by the end of it, as you can imagine, the end of it, which we won't talk about, is um, well beyond what you could believe anyone would ever put into a film. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Aaron... But it, all, it, it flows naturally, totally naturally. Yeah, it does. You never think, oh, that wouldn't happen. Because you're so swept up in it at that point that anything could happen and you just think, yeah, yeah, I could see that happening in this context. It just works. So do you want me to give some interpretation? Uh, Yes, and then I'll I'll tell you what Darren Aronofsky have said. Right, right, right. Yeah, please do. I've got a point about that as well. So uh, my first thing, my interpretation of this film, after I thought about it a bit, was um, it's entirely from the point of view of this woman yep. who is entirely unimportant because she's a woman. The the situation is that her husband 
just needs anyone, someone, anyone to love him. And it, it's kind of, it, this isn't clever analysis, right? This is explicitly said in the film. Yeah. Um, and, but, but my analysis is that therefore we're watching the whole film through the eyes of someone who is totally unimportant. And that is kind of weird and cool. Yeah. Um, and also an expression of the kind of nature of our society um, and, and the kind of hell that some people live in. So there's that. And so that, to me, makes it potentially uh, something that I approve of from a feminist point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watch the DVD extras, and it is a succession of men talking about what this film means. Right. There's one woman who speaks who is, um, what's her name? Je- the Jennifer Lawrence. Actress. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, who has nothing interesting to say. <laughs> well, they obviously clearly got, got it, um, but... That doesn't have anything interesting to say about it. And then it's all these men, most of them with beards. <laughs> Rattling um, on. Talking about what how innovative and great it is. And it was like, I was really feeling excited about it as a... And then I felt like, well, this is just a depiction of the abuse of a woman, just like loads of films have. Mm. It's just a different style of violence against women depicted on screen and maybe, maybe therefore I really hate but I still really liked it. I thought it was okay. so different and amazing. So Aronofsky says that uh, the characters in the film represent biblical characters. Oh, really? Yeah. So he says that the poet is a godlike figure. Um, okay. Wow, well, I need to think about this. Okay. okay. So mother is nature. Mother. Mother. Uh, the, Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer are Adam and Eve. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and we haven't talked about a couple of other characters. There's Donal Gleeson and Brian Gleeson are Cain and Abel. Right, OK. Well, actually, that's... that's yeah, the same place, And thanks. then at the end of the film, when everything goes nuts, that's like the expulsion from Eden and everything just going horribly, horribly wrong. So right. that's and then maybe like the Tower of Babel or something. Yeah, exactly. Like. So that's his. That's what he says. Now he might be doing a George Miller, or the Flood. Or yeah. Anyway, the, you need the Flood so, at the end. Or, you need or the Flood. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, it's yeah. You know, it's basically everything going pear shaped. <clears throat> now he might be doing a George Miller and sort of making making it up, it up for the benefit of the media, which is fine. But the, I mean, the Cain and Abel thing. Yeah. It's sort of in there, so that you know that's not totally made. No, up. it's not. No, but that's an interesting viewpoint. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a shame, that. in terms of the video extras, that they couldn't find, you know, some other women to talk to about this, other than Jennifer. Well, yeah, I mean, it's indicative Lawrence. that there, there weren't any women involved in shaping it, really. Yeah, or if there if there were, they were excluded from the DVD extras. But I assume there weren't um, any. But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but what I would say about Mother is it's really, really good. I'm not sure that it's for everybody, though, is it? Oh, I think it's it's only it's sort of aimed at exactly where I sit, which is like like the horror aesthetic is something mm. I love to see applied outside of horror. And then in this case, it turned out it was horror after all. But that's a different thing. Yeah, it is a horror movie. It is definitely a shall horror I, movie. Shall I tell you the um? The award I think it deserves to yes, win. Yes, please do. Film most deserving of punctuation in the title. Oh, okay. In what way? 
because the exclamation mark at the end of the word mother also mother is, so, is lowercase which is also interesting yeah. Yeah. is that exclamation mark is so well deserved it, by the end of the film it is isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah but now I interesting li- little um little point here is that uh the good lady her indoors my wife says that uh, there's a depiction in the film of someone suffering contractions mm-hmm. we won't say who although you can probably guess mm-hmm. um mother mother and she said that that depiction is very accurate Right. In terms yeah, of the, I, I liked that a lot. Yeah. I liked the way it, um, the world kind of closed away for sort of. And the, and the frame and, seemed to vibrate. Yeah. The intensity of it all. Yeah. Um, I really want to watch the, the, the end bits, the kind of um, crazy warlike bits, mm. really reminded me of Children of Men and that sense that you're really yeah, there. You're really there, yeah. The, the, other, the other cast member I thought was good was. Um, Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look up her name now. That's terrible, isn't it? I've forgotten. Her name. Have we talked about Children of Men and how much I love it? No, maybe you should do that whilst I look this up. I love Children of Men. Mm-hmm. Um, de- absolutely, definitely, without question, watch the film and uh, enjoy every moment of it, and just feel to- totally captured by the action and um, amazing. It is based on a book. Uh, the book is. Children uh, men by life, life changingly brutal. Like I have not recovered from reading the book. Mm. So the book is considerably harder to swallow than the film. I kind of, I kind of wish I hadn't read the book. So fair warning. Yeah. On that. Okay. Kristen Wiig is the actress who's in Mother. She plays the Mother. the poet's representative, like agent type person. Ah, and at the end, she's executing the prisoners. Yeah, and the... it's so bizarre. It's like she starts <laughs> like, why out. Is she, why is that? Why is that happening? She starts out as being sort of like busy, busy rep agent type person, and then her yeah. character changes, um, just flips really effectively. Yeah, she, it was always in there though, wasn't it? Because in the head Ruthless, of this character, yeah. you always knew she was the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Because the the enemy is is this industry around the husband mm. who. Who doesn't care at all about her? Yeah. Um, yeah. Chil- yes. Yeah, so back to Children of Men. A tour de force from Alfonso Cuarón. Oh, it's amazing. That's all. All we need to say about that. Yeah. But the the other thing about Mother is that it does remind me of society, but I think with a lot of the flaws of society not there. Yeah, it's Mother is kind of like society with all of the breaks off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can imagine certainly the the person who made society would be happy to see that mother mother got made yeah yeah i think so i i think um imagine that our society you know our life is a train moving downhill with the brakes on <laughs> mother is a train going downhill with all the brakes off and it's just nuts it's just screaming and running and um you leave the film not not knowing whether the whole thing was a massive metaphor or a mass, massive uh, dream mm. slash um, like nightmare of the of the main character or whether it totally it happened exactly like that. Yeah, you know, every time every time the film goes in a way that you think this or oh, this bit's imagined, it then kind of specifically turns you back and says, "Nope, that bit really happened." Yes, yeah. There's a couple of there. There are quite a few points when it does that 
Yeah, some also, it's really a nasty stuff as well. Yeah. It, it's one of those films that is circular in mm. in structure. Yeah, which is a, an, another thing about it. We could they, we could probably do a podcast about each of these different things. Mm. Yeah, easily. Yeah, but we've gone on too long already. I think we have. I think we should. Hopefully, we've given you enough of flavour that you can decide that it's best if you don't want to. <laughs> or that you should. I mean, I think that if yeah. you've seen anything by Aronofsky, um, that will give you some idea about whether you're going to like Mother. Because what's what's he done? He made Noah. Oh, yeah, of course he made Noah. Um, yeah. Which That's also weird. features some quite intense scenes of um, people being horrible to each other in Noah. Mm. Um, yeah, the social horror, yeah, I guess, is definitely... There's a fair bit of social horror in in Noah. Aspect of Noah. Uh, he made Black Swan, which is another horror movie of a different type. Yeah, which I haven't seen, but I suspect... It's really good. Like. Uh, Requiem for a Dream, that's one that comes up a lot on this podcast. Oh, we always talk about that because yeah. it's so awful. Him. Maybe we should re-watch it. Oh, do I have in to? In the light of... Because <laughs> we always talk about how it's just unending suffering. I've got so many other but... things to watch. Do I have to watch that again? But maybe <laughs> now that we're... Are we now Aronofsky fans? So we should I've, reinterpret. I've been a fan since Requiem for a Dream, even though it's really grim. It's horrible. It's it's very. I well thought made. it had no redeeming features. Like there was no need. It, it there was no it. There's nothing good about it. Is what I felt. Okay. So I didn't. I wasn't a fan. He also made a movie called. Uh, see, my memory's going. I keep keep doing this this evening. Um. <laughs> no, it's gone. It was a film with Hugh Jackman and. Rachel Weiss. Oh dear. Anyway, yeah, Children of Men, uh, the film, mm-hmm. definitely is much easier to swallow than Mother. And uh, the the shots of the action. I know it sounds crazy to talk about. It's such a meaningful film, but what you want to talk about is the action sequences, and the reason why is because they're so totally important to the meaning of the film, and they're so real. Like no other, calling them action sequences is doing them a yeah, disservice it is, because it yeah, calls definitely. up uh, calls up images of things that are just rubbish, <laughs> and these are like totally you're like desperate for them to escape. So there's a couple of things I missed off there. The Wrestler, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic film with Mickey Rourke, okay, and the one I couldn't remember the name of is The Fountain, okay, uh, which is a sci-fi, and okay. I really enjoyed, but. It has a weird lo-fi aesthetic to it that may not be for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it has a limited budget and it kind of shows it in, at times. Um, Sounds right. But but yeah, that's okay. Maybe I, yeah. should, maybe I should be an Aronofsky fan now. He certainly makes singular pieces of work. Uh, that I think he has a, an obsession with people who have an obsession. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe Mother is well, the that, exception to that. But certainly Noah is about a man with an obsession. Mm. Um, so is, That's a weird So film. is Black Swan. Yeah, it is weird. Black Swan is another one. Uh, and The Wrestler, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, they're, they're all about people who are obsessed with something. Yeah, maybe there's this genre called social horror. Maybe we should... We've just coined one. Yeah. Hmm. That's far too much for a bonus. We better stop. Yeah, okay.